Welcome to our podcast inside SAP S4HANA. There's no customer success without product success and project success. Here's Yannick and I'm the head of SAP S4HANA product success enablement team in SAP engineering and I'm your host for the day. We have a very special episode with a very special guest showing the widespread range our solution can be used in. Please welcome with me André Rieb from the German nonprofit organization Vorwerke Diakonie. André, very happy to have you on this podcast. Thanks for having me. Before we dive into the tremendous work you and your organization have done, let me start off this podcast as usual with some personal information about yourself. Would you like to share something about you? Yes, of course. Um, Here's some words about me. I'm a 40-year-old guy and I live in northern Germany with my wife and my daughter and I'm an IT project manager at a company called Vorwerke Diakonie. We'd like to mention something that our listener will never forget after this episode. <laughs> uh, something remarkable. Um, yeah, maybe one fun fact. Um, I was born on the exact same day as IBM presented their first personal computer. And as a twist of fate, I became an IT guy. <laughs> cool. I will remember that for sure. <laughs> Thank you for sharing, André. Um, now about the company. Uh, you're in a very special industry with a different purpose, obviously. Uh, can you give us a quick introduction about the Vorwerke Diakonie, please? Yes, of course. Um, the company was founded in 1906 and it is part of Germany's social economy. And if I should describe our mission, it would fit that... Um, say, we support people when they need our help. So I have more than 3,000 colleagues and together uh, we have kindergartens and schools for young children and we have our own hospital for children with mental problems and we have a big focus on people with handicaps. So they work with us at their own pace, uh, aligned uh, to their own abilities and if they want, we uh, also offer them a home so they can live on our facilities and we can give help whenever it's needed. What's more, we, we also support people who are struggling with alcohol or drugs uh, or other severe personal problems. And yes, it's, it's war in Europe and so we give our best to give homes for refugees from Ukraine and Syria at the moment. And another big business area uh, our company has is um, elder care. So we, we give home for, for elderly people. This is a very broad scope and I'm honestly impressed by the purpose of your company. It's an, an honor to, to have you on that podcast today, André. Like many other industries, it seems like non-profit organizations are as well in the midst of a transformation, of a digital transformation. So, very simple question, why did you decide to adopt SAP S4HANA Public Cloud for your transformation? Yeah, good question. So. To answer this, we, we need to take a step back in time until the year 2017. And in 2017, we had a very complex ERP landscape. So we had on-premise systems for financial postings. We had systems for customer and inventory data. We had a separate banking system. We had workflow systems for invoices. and 
obviously we had a lot of uh, controlling tools on top of that and all those systems were tied together by file-based interfaces and you see we are a small IT team and we had a good challenge to handle all this um, but I think the most annoying thing was there were no real innovations in those products. So we got updates, of course, but no real innovations. And we saw we had a lot of manual and slow processes. So we were looking for a modern and innovative ERP solution. And we had discussions with SAP and we were quite convinced by the best practice approach. And we were excited about the regular updates that are coming to the cloud, the cloud-first innovations. And uh, we saw that uh, this is a solution that gives us the room to grow. Uh, and yeah, that's what we wanted. I really like what you said, André, that an update is not systematically an innovation. And I really feel like we're coming from the same background, coming from the on-premise world and now going jointly on a cloud journey. Um, and as you said, cloud made different things. For example, best practice approach, fit to standards workshop is done, then you have to adopt the best practices. You have to adopt or work along your activate or the activate methodology and monitor your own or your partners. Um, what doubts did you have before you started the project? Ah, good question. Um, first of all, we have no experience uh, with SAP products at all. And at this time, we had no experience with public cloud uh, systems. We had no such system. And we needed to explain the public cloud to our stakeholders in the company. And we had to learn this. And we asked some colleagues and uh, they said, hmm, isn't SAP too big for our mid-sized business? And for me personally, I, I saw we had very high management expectations to this project and the whole company looked at us in our project and we decided to not hire SAP specialists. Uh, we learned it, everything from scratch and yeah, but we faced a challenge and we started our journey to the cloud. Seems like your organization brought a lot of courage to this to this project. Can, can you give us some, um, so, some facts and figures a bit? So how did you start? When did you start? Uh, what was the setup? Absolutely. So we signed our contract back in 2017. And our first plan uh, was to take 19 weeks for implementation. So our goal was to start in January 2018. And we did like you do an anomaly. IT project, we formed a project team, we had a nice kickoff, and we engaged SAP Consulting to support us. They proposed the SAP Activate methodology for project management, and we agreed. And we started with uh, workshops in a starter system that's uh, like a demo system that gets deleted after some time. So we had a safe environment to learn and discover SAP. And after learning the basic processes and modules, we, we started configuration of the quality system. So we worked closely with colleagues from the affected departments and we worked closely with uh, SAP some consulting. And yeah, we had a very intensive phase with a lot of learn and a bunch of work to do. 
Can we talk a little bit about the intensive phase? So I guess you think about some challenges. What, what were you facing during the first month and then how did you overcome them? Uh, the idea is to share, of course, a bit with our audience, you know, the do's and don'ts. Yeah, of course. So we started the project and the first problem encountered very soon. And in our case, it was our chart of accounts. So uh, in Germany's social economy, uh, we got a uh, chart of accounts that is called SKR 45. And we thought SAP is selling products to the social economy. So of course we have an SKR 45 in the cloud system. But uh, obviously uh, there is no such chart of accounts in the cloud. this was shocking at first and we had to stop the project and yeah, we had to find a solution and we were closely together with SAP Consulting and we found this solution after uh, some months of work um, and yeah, now we have a lean YCOA chart of accounts with some customizations for us and it works perfectly for us. But really really learned public cloud there. We, we had to adopt the software. We had to let old things go. In our case, uh, our old chart of accounts. And we kind of rethought our project and we recommitted to SAP's best practices. And that's the kind of mindset uh, we, we gained there. We had to rethink old processes and habits whenever they don't fit into the standards. And after this first problem, we, we changed a lot afterwards. Um, we uh, had a new invoice management, we changed our internal billing, our banking processes, and so on. Okay, in- interesting. And then, of course, comes the first go live, which is uh, as important as a wedding anniversary, so to say. Um, c- can you depict a little bit what happened there? What would you like to share with us? Yeah. So we restarted the project after we solved this big problem and our next plan was a go live in January 2019. And um, like in many IT and ERP projects, the first weeks uh, after the go live were a very hard time. And we, we changed a big number of processes in the project for the whole company. and. More than 300 users need to adopt a new user interface. And uh, some project tasks did not finish on time, like our house bank connection, was, which was a problem at first. And yeah, it's been a challenging time for, for our customers, our suppliers, and of course, the whole project team. Yeah, it, it, we would be lying if we'd say uh, ERP projects don't bring challenges. You know, we, we all know that because in the end, it's not only an IT thing. It's not only the IT side of the house, but we're impacting people and want to give them better tool to be more efficient at, at what they do every day. So how did you overcome the challenges in this phase? Yeah, obviously, with a lot of hard work in the first weeks and months. Um, but um, yeah, educating our users led to an increasing acceptance of the solution. And we learned a lot and we optimized a lot and we were willing to adapt the software that was key. We were willing to give up old habits and yeah, learning and adopting was key at this time. So we finished the remaining tasks of the project and we got a lot of help from SAP support in the consulting team, of course. and. Yeah, after some time, we gained routine. 
And now you celebrated, I think, already the third anniversary. So it looks like the successful collaboration with the SAP support and consulting and your team makes a stable system, stable processes running. Am I right with that? Yeah, our standard processes run very smooth and our users like the Fiori interface and um, they adopted it quite fast. And a few months after cutover, our incident volume decreased dramatically. And now administration at the moment is done by one person. And that's me. And we have a very good system availability. We have no big issues with the software. And um, yeah, even updates got easy. You check and, and test uh, the, the new things that they come and you consume the innovations uh, you find useful. That's wonderful. We found out um, that we took a big advantage out of the modern APIs the cloud gives. We have very good and modern APIs to our on-premise line of business software. And this is a very big improvement compared to the old on-premise landscape. Um, in fact, we consolidated many old products into S4HANA and we could shut down a lot of the old software we used. And after one year, we had time for innovative technologies we were looking for. So uh, in the last year, we, we activated the SAP cache application, for example, that's a machine learning algorithm uh, that supports our bank accountants. And we, we made a connection to a main supplier of us, and we now exchange billing data uh, electronically, which was a paper-based process uh, before. So we are now using industry standards in the social economy, and that is um, a very, very good thing. That's what we wanted, automation and standardization. And yeah, finally, we, we found out we can influence the product development. So we made some proposals and uh, they were heard and they were integrated into the product and uh, they are available for other customers now. So SAP listens and enhances their product. Thanks for mentioning that. This would be a, a good title for the podcast, actually. SAP listens and, listens and enhance the product. But definitely we do. And why? Because we want to design and develop uh, the product of the future with, with our customers. Um, and I'm sure you have a future plan as well. C can you give an outlook? You know, what is the future for the Vorwerke Diakonie when it comes to process development, uh, eventually other lines of business project that will complement SAP S4HANA Cloud? Can you please share a little bit here? Yeah, of course. So we will definitely follow the path of digitalization and automation. That's our big plan. And recently, um, we renewed our contract with SAP and uh, we will follow this path for at least another five years with you. And yeah, we used the Rise with SAP program with uh, our renewal. And now we got some, some more tools like SAP, Signavio and others. And uh, at the moment, I'm exploring those tools. Um, but I think the biggest steps uh, we are taking now is our Ariba project. Um, we want to build an Amazon-like website for our whole company uh, where our users can buy their goods they need for their daily work. And this is now a very manual and paper-based process. And uh, I think later we have a fully digital, web-based and, and smart process with uh, lean approval workflows. And 
Um, the next idea after that, we want to use uh, the asset management capabilities of the solution. Um, we have about 140 facilities and we have a lot of technicians and facility operators and we want to give them mobile and digital tools for their daily job. So this will be uh, one of the next steps in a modern facility management we will take. Wow, lots of ideas. Thanks for sharing, André. This is uh, going to occupy you and the team for a couple of decades, I would say. Um, so it sounds like a rhetorical question from, from the vendor, but would you say S4HANA Cloud was the right choice for you? Absolutely. That was the right step for us. And I think everyone agrees in my company when I say that. Um, you see, Implementation should not be underestimated. Um, you have to be realistic. There are don't expect immediate benefits. You you will need some willingness to to change processes and habits. Uh, but I am happy uh, we did that. Uh, we didn't give up. We found a solution for all of our problems that arise, and in the end, it works and pays off. Um, so. I think we have a solid foundation now to expand to other areas like SAP Ariba. So there's still a lot of areas uh, to automate and to improve, and we're going to do that. And we're going to help, obviously. What would you recommend to other customers, uh, probably in the midst of a decision, in the midst of a you know, digital transformation, when they start with SAP S4HANA Public Cloud? Yeah, first of all, Try to develop a cloud mindset. Investigate the new processes and don't hesitate to adapt and make the change. Um, as a tip, don't be afraid uh, that your end users can't follow you. They will learn and adopt faster than you think. Um, let them learn during implementation phase, integrate them into your project and they will adapt very fast. Maybe as another recommendation, we had very good experiences uh, working closely with SAP Consulting. And even after implementation, we still stay in touch with you with programs like uh, preferred success or continuous adoption. Um, but, but I think the most important thing for new customers is um, don't think you need to reinvent financial processes. Use best practices. I, we found out you don't lose anything. It works. Take some risk uh, on the way to standardization and digitalization. And um, yeah, it will be worth it. This sounds like a great note to, to end this episode. Andre, thanks so much for joining us today, for sharing all those very precious insights. You've inspired me today, and I'm sure you will inspire the listeners of the podcast as well. I've learned a lot, as I said, and I'm sure our audience will enjoy this uh, very much too. And for all the listeners, feel free to drop us an email via insightsf 4 at sap.com. Share the feedback and share as well which topics are of your interest. Andre, again, thanks a lot for being with us. So tune in next time and always be inside SAP S4HANA. Bye-bye.